Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Soul Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And today, I don't, you know, I don't, like I said, I, if I haven't said it, I say it again. I repeat myself, whatever. Um, today's topic's going to be kind of interesting because I don't know where it's going to go, but I do have a starting point, so we'll start. So I've been helping one of my friends with his restaurant because people don't want to work a part-time job for the amount he can afford to pay them, which sucks for him. Um, But I don't mind hanging out at his restaurant for whatever. So I'm there and he's, um, he's one of the few close friends that I have deep spiritual conversations with. And he actually introduced me to Alan Watts. So by the sink where we do the dishes, he has this Alan Watts quote. It's a quote, but it's more of like a paragraph. So I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't find it online. But basically it talks about um, when you're washing dishes, you only ever wash one dish in your life. And he goes to explain that The only dish you're ever washing is the one that you're washing in the present moment. Because after you're done washing that dish, it it's not being washed anymore and it no longer exists because it's not in your present. Sure, you can look back and say you washed that dish, but it doesn't exist anymore. It's over with. It's done. That it's. It's a past event. It doesn't exist. Right? you You can recall doing it, but it's not being done in this moment. And so you only ever wash one dish in your life when you're washing dishes. And if you're not washing dishes, then you've never washed a dish. And I know it doesn't, you know, I I can see how it can not make sense. Um, to some, but if someone punched you in the face 10 years ago, are you still being punched in the face? No, it doesn't exist anymore. So it's the same. And so when he said that, like it kind of sparked something in me to be like, you know, that's, and it's not a problem. It's how we operate. It's this is what we need to understand while navigating through this journey of life is that we have all of these past experiences that cause and create different emotions. And some of these events are traumatic. And we hold on to the emotions We hold on to the emotions that were attached to that trauma, to that experience. And it can be positive ones too, but we hold on to them so tightly because we want to keep, because we want to keep, well, for the good ones, it's because we want to keep it in the present. For the bad ones, it's because we think we need to protect ourselves. But by doing that, we keep it in the present. So we continually live in that traumatic state with these emotions that were caused by that trauma 
because of an attachment to a past event that no longer exists. So when you can start to realize that that past doesn't define you, which I say all the time, that past no longer exists. It's not saying it didn't happen, but it's not happening. And if it's not happening, then why do we carry the emotions as if it is still happening with us? And it's just because that's the way we've been taught to live our lives. Unfortunately, it's like this bad habit that's just been passed down from generation to generation. And it's no one's fault for not catching it or having an, on a deeper understanding of it. And maybe in 10 years, I'll realize I was wrong and we're supposed to hold on to those, but I don't think so. So when you can start to realize that, right? Cause to me that ties into the, th- the fact that your past does not define you. And I always say like your past doesn't define you. What defines you is what you do after. So after, after you make a mistake, after someone does something to you, what are you going to do to make yourself better, more loving, more grounded, more open, more understanding, more compassionate, more, more whatever is needed. And usually based on the actions that you've received or done, there is a certain thing that is supposed to come out of that right whether it's love or compassion or understanding or whatever right certain events will require more love more understanding and so even just just even understanding that right there can be growth in that and then last night while i was laying down um trying to sleep I'm, I'm trying to get out of the habit of watching TV or being on the computer before I go to bed. And it's it's a little weird to just lay down in the dark without turning the TV off first or shutting down the computer. And so it was it was a little weird at first, but I was just like, well, I'm here. I'm just going to kind of meditate until I doze off because that's normally what I do anyways. Um, but the nice thing was is that my mind was a lot clearer because I hadn't just consumed it with something so i had nothing specific to think about Um, and so to tie into you know what i've spoken about so far is loss and the attachments that come with that and it comes up for a, a very specific reason in my personal life right now um just a couple days ago my aunt passed away my father's sister And my grandma is, you know, they've been saying it since December. It's now March, mid-March, that she's not going to make it too much longer. Um, To me, too much longer meant a couple weeks. It's been three and a half months. So I don't, I mean, my grandma could go tomorrow. She could go the beginning of 2023 on her birthday, which is January. Um, Who knows? But... I went and saw her yesterday, which was really nice. But And I'll tell you a little story about that in a little bit. But let, let's get on the loss thing first. So, loss. Most funerals... I mean, no. To me, the, the purpose of a funeral is to celebrate the life 
of someone. But if you've ever been to a funeral, and maybe it's only the ones I've been to, maybe I'm the only one that's experienced this, but it's mainly about the people that are affected by that loss, right? Sorry for your loss. You know, we're there to support the ones that lost somebody. But I always thought it was kind of weird because to me, the biggest loss in that room is the one that's lying in that casket because they lost their life. Um, whether it was their time or what, I mean, some, you know, we all, we all determine and decide if it was their time, um, except it must have been because it is. Uh, but we, we, yeah, we try to make it about ourselves, to be honest. That's really what it comes down to. It's how am I going to get by without this person in my life? Is if that's the tragedy, right? But like I said, they're, you know, they're not all like that. But it really is. And I think that's that comes to the attachment, right? In the present moment, they no longer exist physically. And so it's not that their past doesn't matter. It just doesn't exist. But we still hold on to that past. We still hold on to those memories of them. And it's okay to remember. I'm not saying you need to completely forget your past. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is you're still holding on to those emotions, those attachments to that past. And so this actually reminds me of uh, one of my clients that I just worked with. She lost her husband recently. And I told her, you know, he's gone physically. But the love that you felt for him and the love that you felt from him still exists in you, right? It's an emotion. And so all this is, is you need to find a new way to keep that relationship that you have with him, if that's what you want to do, by doing the things you love to do together. Um, like, for example, me and my wife love to watch movies, so if if or when it ever happens i'll probably go to the movies by myself and just be with her think about how i felt with her and know that that feeling comes from within always and so it's like losing that attachment but keeping that connection keeping that love and not I mean, because I, I see a lot of people that don't move on from a significant loss. And I've never had what I would consider a significant loss. I mean, it's hard to say that. My grandfather is probably the only person that's passed away that I was ever really close to. Um, but even our relationship wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, it was significant. Um, we spent a lot of time together. I drove him to and from doctor's appointments for like 10 years so 10 plus years but i still have a good relationship with him and he's been gone almost 13 years now i still talk to him i still connect with him but i don't hold on to what he was i just hold on to what he is what he meant to me you know the 
like when I talk to him, he still responds the way that he used to. That hasn't changed because I can't change who he is or my idea of him because he's gone. So how he is is always going to be how he is. But so back to like the loss and there's an attachment to it. So that's that's people. But it goes with anything. The loss of money, the loss of a house, car, a dog, um, even material. I mean, those are some of those things are material things like losing your headphones. Like we 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 attach so much to things as if that's it. And it's not to create like an insignificance on the special things in your life. It's just to bring a realization that that's not it. It, it I mean, it's, it's so hard to say it that way, but I mean, think about someone could be in a loving, beautiful relationship for 20 years and one of them suddenly passes away. And does, does that mean for the next 40 years of that person's life that they're never going to find love again, that they'll never find someone that can make them feel the same way that that first person did or even better possibly maybe i don't know i mean it happens but the does that mean that that first relationship was insignificant no i mean if anything you know i mean if you listen to anything that i say like it comes from within if you feel loved from somebody, it's because you actually love yourself. You can't, you, someone can only love you as much as you love you. So as much as you think you hate yourself or don't like yourself, if you're receiving an abundance of love, it means that deep down inside of yourself, you love you. And we all do. We are, we're, we're all of love. So it has to be has to be I mean, it's just the way i look at it but you could disagree i respect it i still love you so to me like a relationship is nothing more than someone that just reflects the love that you want to feel the best way possible and vice versa right it's it's a it's a connection that you both have because you see you see the greatness in them that's in you. You see the, the love they deserve that's in you. You see the happiness, the, the, the humor, the beauty. You can only see in others what's in you. And so if you can start to lose that attachment to the past, stop holding on to those emotions in the past and just live in the present, I mean, I, 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 of course, life's going to be easier because life is easy as long as that's what you want it to be. But we were told it's difficult and we think it's difficult and therefore we attract, create, manifest opportunities to, to prove that resistance to create that difficulty. Life is easy, people. Why would you ever want to prove me wrong? <sighs>
Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story about my grandma. So it was, it was actually really cute. I'm going to try not to get too emotional. Actually, no, if I get emotional, I get emotional. That's what's needed, right? So I recently did an ayahuasca ceremony, which I'll be doing lots of this year, probably. Um, it's something I'm starting to work with. I don't know if I've said that in the last podcast or not, but I'm saying it now. So I'm coming out of my ayah closet. Um, and in my ceremony, my grandfather came to me, um, and we spoke, like I said before, we speak a lot. I talked to him a lot of meditation. Um, sometimes just, I'll just sit and start talking to him. Deeper connection with meditation though, I'd have to say, but anyways, um, so he came to me and he was just like, I'm waiting for your grandma. Like I'm ready for her, uh, whenever she's ready, but she's kind of stubborn so it may be a while, but and he just told me, he's like, just, just know that I'm waiting for her. Like I'm, you know, I'm ready when she's ready. I'm here for her. And so I wanted to tell my grandma this, but I don't want to say my grandma's closed minded, but her mind's not right right now. And I didn't want to create any confusion by trying to explain ayahuasca to her or what I did or any of that. So, so I didn't tell her at first, but then yesterday when I saw her, I was like literally getting ready to leave. And it was just like, all of a sudden this voice, man, was like, tell her now. And I was like, Hey grandma, I'm like, I had a dream about grandpa the other day. And she's like, Oh, did you? And I was like, yeah, he said he's waiting for you. And she's like, he's waiting for me. Where's he waiting? (laughs) And I'm just like. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. I'm like, where, I'm like, wherever he is, he's waiting for you. And she's like, oh, is he dead? And like I said, my grandpa's been dead for almost 13 years and my grandma knows, but she's kind of out of it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, grandpa's dead. And she's just like, oh yeah, yeah, he is. And she's like, well, God, I hope he doesn't wait for me too long. And I just looked at her and I was like, grandma, I'm pretty sure grandpa will wait as long as it takes for you. And she just gave the biggest smile. Like she knew, like she knows my grandpa. Like if, if, if you knew my grandpa and you knew how he loved my grandma, you'd know that he'd wait an eternity for her, but he's ready whenever she is. And like, that was just like, and then I was just like, all right, I love you. I gotta go. Like, it was just, it was such a great way to end seeing her. Uh, so beautiful like just to, to see that smile and it was like i don't know to me like the best way to describe it is like she felt my grandfather's love to the fullest in that moment um so yeah that was that was beautiful i think i'm gonna end on that you know i'm gonna make this a short one i feel like i said a lot in 20 minutes so be present like enjoy whatever you're doing in this moment. Like right now I'm talking to you guys and that's all I'm doing. I'm not fidgeting on my phone. I'm not, I'm not even looking out the window. I'm literally staring at the program that's recording my voice just to make sure that I don't talk too loud like this. (laughs) And that's it. Like, um, like, 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 like I'm, I'm just in the presence trying to, trying to share my thoughts in this moment but 
be that way in anything you do be present be fully in it because the more you're in the more you're present in anything that you're doing the better the outcome is always going to be let me give you some examples i thought i was going to end but having a conversation with your loved one if you are so present you're so in it you're listening you're you're empathetic you're compassionate like you're 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 really paying attention to what they're saying they're going to know it and we all want to be heard it's kind of why i record these podcasts it's nice to see that some people listen it's nice to be heard it's nice to know that i can speak and people will come back and listen to what I have to say. It, it's nice to know that. It's so knowing that people are listening to you in a conversation has a lot of significance, a lot of meaning. And the more present you are, the more they're going to feel it. The more, the more you're in their moment, right? Being present with them. Any activity you do, even work. If you're at work, just be present. And actually, like, that's why I think music is so beautiful at work, because like just putting on my headphones and working like I get so present, I get wrapped up in it. Next thing you know, it's like two hours have gone by and I've been so productive. And, you know, it's like if you got a job, do that. Even when I'm doing when I'm preparing the things that I do in, in the background or whatever, I'll play some music, cleaning music, put on some music. And I'm just like jamming to the music, washing dishes, vacuuming, whatever, dust cleaning. Be present in it. Because not only does like the time go by fast, it usually doesn't take as long. Like if you're just like ho-humming around and just pouting and dragging your feet, like cleaning the house can take hours. Man, I'm like, I'm a professional cleaner. Like I'm, I'm very efficient in cleaning the house. You know, I, I can vacuum my entire house in like 15 minutes, if that's. And it's done properly. Like, you know, I vacuumed. It's not like, oh, you missed a spot. No. So, I mean, I could probably clean my house by myself in less than an hour. Dusting, vacuuming, and cleaning the bathrooms. Like the three primary things, right? Am I missing something, people? I hope not. If I am, then maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Anyways, so be present. Like I have dogs when I'm, when I'm like playing with them, like I try to be present with them. I'm not, you know, I try to just like, I'll get down on the ground with them. Right. Like, so that it's like, we're like, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting them at their level and just fully connecting in that moment, you know, with no time limit, just like, I'm just going to goof around with them until either they get tired or I get tired and just enjoying those moments and just being present let go let go um on that note if you've stayed around this long i'd like to offer you something i'd like to offer you some some release if there's something energetically that you feel like you need to let go of you need to release you feel stuck you feel like something your energy is not flowing properly um I find a lot of imbalance in your chakras can cause this. Um, it can cause the energy to not flow up and down through your, your body properly. So if this resonates with you, reach out to me and I will do a little distance healing just based on what you tell me. And you can tell me as little or as much as possible. 
Um, the more you tell me, the better. The more uh, efficient it'll be. But you can be very vague and it'll still have the same effect. It just may take a while to work through it. But I'd like to offer that. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like sometimes you just need a little nudge. You know, so if I can if I can help find that, give you that nudge. Um, and it's because of my gratitude for you listening to me ramble on for 24 minutes. I say ramble for me speaking, right? Speaking and trying to give some deep, insightful perspective. Um, I need to stop discrediting what I do. It's meaningful. It must be because people keep coming back unless I have a new handful of people that listen to every single podcast, which is kind of cool too, but I'm pretty sure some of you guys are repeat customers. So if you stayed around this long, reach out to me. There's no charge. I'm, anytime I offer you something, there's no charge. Plain and simple. If I'm telling you you need something or I'm going to give you something, then I'm not going to be like, and you need to donate or and you need to pay me. Um, that's not how I operate. So with that being said, thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have many wonderful, beautiful, present moments, including this one right now. Peace.